All right, people. Big day. Big episode. Welcome to AKA Pads Audio Audacity Podcast. Episode 265. We're talking Star Wars. Not the franchise. Uh, I wanted to address this movie in its original title. Not Star Wars Episode 4, New Hope. We're talking Star Wars. It's the beginning. We are marching towards the rise of Skywalker. Rise of the Skywalker. Rising Skywalker. A lot of movies have the word rise in it as a subtitle. (laughs) Let's review some of those. But let's hit that intro first. Okay, so what do we have? We have Rise of the Planet of the Apes. We have G.I. Joe, Rise of Cobra. We have Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. We have uh, Fantastic Four, right? Rise of the Silver Surfer. Uh, I'm forgetting. I know I'm forgetting one or two. Maybe one of the Resident Evils has a rise. But look, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a popular subtitle. And it, it, it does work. And it does stir interest. And, you know, the filmmakers and the marketers and the, the film companies that use Rise of, they're just doing it to uh, get your attention. And I think for Skywalker, it's working. And, uh, and and here we go. Look, look. if you're just joining me, thank you. I'm Peter A. DeLuca. I am your host. I'm your, your pop culture guiding angel. Right? I'm an angel of pop culture. And uh, look, look uh, <laughs> just based on some of my recent Twitter activity, uh, I do have a lot of contrarian points of views. And uh, I seem to confuse people because I don't flat out dislike or hate things. But I have baselines to where I like to approach uh, some of these properties and some of these things that are happening around these movies. Meaning, uh, I don't really have to get behind Watchmen uh, for HBO just because I I don't feel like it exists. And because of that, because I feel so deeply about that. uh, You know, and this goes with a lot of the rights and the war that Alan Moore uh, has fought with DC Comics. Uh, if I feel that deeply about something, uh, you know, I don't have to like Watchmen or even uh, appreciate its existence for HBO. Uh, and what do I think about Zack Snyder's uh, version of Watchmen? Look, look, that should not exist either, but it's a pretty goddamn good adaptation. And I do enjoy the Zack Schneider version of Watchmen. I, I, I go for it. And I say version because it is his version. It's, it's his spin. But look, look, we're talking Star Wars. Now, a lot of what I wanted to do going into this now, uh, I'm going. I'm, I'm going to say right now, epic arc. It's to kind of remind people where Star Wars was at one point. I remember growing up, and you know, Star Wars was very inside baseball. You, you like, you know, I remember seeing Return of the Jedi with my father, who read me the Job of the Hutt subtitles. Little Peter, <laughs> in awe, uh, you know, because that movie's just over the top for a kid, and you know, and then you had some crappy Ewok made for TV movies. You had some dumb DUMB uh, Star Wars cartoons, and Star Wars really took a children's approach. They they took the teens out of Star Wars. They wanted children. Uh, zero interest. Uh, it, there was better properties out at the time. My Little Pony, Strawberry Shortcake. Uh, it's a pretty solid list of what you know. Shira of what Star Wars. Uh, the void that Star Wars cannot 
fill when it comes to that that child, that super young category. And then, you know, so 10, 11 years go by, maybe longer, yeah, probably longer. And Kenner kind of comes back out with these Star Wars action figures. And that is what's like kind of re-sparked it for a lot of people. And then we had the special editions. And people, you know, look, look people say what they want about the special editions. And, and I get the Greedo shot, you know, shot first, right? I get that argument, but people were, were really super excited for those. And we saw all three of those together as a family as we're doing, as we're prepping for Rise of Skywalker. We're seeing all, we've seen the new trilogy together. We've seen Solo together. We've seen Rogue One together. It's just like something we do uh, family-wise. And uh, we enjoy it and we have a good time. And <laughs> we're not we're not going in as... Uh, as critics, you know, like we're not going in as obsessive fans. We're just going in to have a good time. So, a lot of my criticism uh, comes from that first. Uh, and, you know, like I put myself in the audience uh, shoes that doesn't know as much as I know. And, you know, sometimes that could be difficult. And sometimes that's where the re repeat viewings come in because you have to watch some of these movies multiple times each time with a different lens. And, you know, I. I <laughs> I beg the question. You know, a lot of these people that have opinions, I really beg the question if they're that committed. And I, most of the time, I find out they're not. Um, and and I do feel like it it changes your opinion. I change. You know, like you have to try and find some of the intent uh, as you're watching these these movies. You know, like what is the what is the intent? What am I watching? And where are we going with this? Um, yeah, it it kind of doesn't happen. But anyway, so. My buddy Rob and I, we we kind of, and Rob, you know, uh, back in high school, he, he was like one of the cool guys. I remember walking into his room for the first time and he had a, <laughs> he had a bench press and two giant Kenwood speakers and a giant uh, stereo system in his room. And it just looked like it was ready for, for banging, you know, black and silver everywhere. It was awesome. Blew my mind. And at that time, my room was an art studio uh, museum, you know, like because I was a collector and I drew and that was it. <laughs> and I was embarrassed, but he got into the Star Wars movies. Uh, he got into the action figures and, and uh, it kind of, I, I hate to say it, but I was able to leverage Star Wars to kind of get into this, uh, get into the cool crowd going into high school, and you know, I that felt good. I gotta be honest, it felt real good. But so Star Wars, okay, where are we with it? Okay, I don't mind the special editions. I really don't. I think they make the movies more watchable. Star Wars: New Hope is a very tough movie for me to watch. I don't think much of it is exciting. I think it's boring at times. Uh, it just seems drawn out, but I love the mythology teasing. I love everything with Obi-Wan uh, talking about Anakin Skywalker. I love the angst of Luke Skywalker. Um, the version I purchased on Amazon that, that I do have access to has some of these cutscenes. And there was this amazing cutscene. Where Luke Skywalker is is, and I kind of remember. I think this was the this is how the script opened. But Luke Skywalker is watching the battle, uh, you know, of the blockade runner 
uh, to how the movie begins from Tatooine, and he meets and meets up with Big's Dark Lawyer, his best friend that he's later reunited with during the Death Star run, and Biggs dies in the Death Star run. And, you know, like, Biggs is going off to join the Rebellion, and Luke wants to go, and, and again, like, such a really, really pivotal, awesome scene. I'm, I'm not sure why that never got restored, because it's so much more of a scene than the Han job of the Hut scene. Now, look, here's the thing. Uh, let, we have to talk about Greedo shot first, because it works. It works. And you know why it works? Because Han Solo is not a cold-blooded killer. As much as we think he was, he's not. Maybe at one time he was, but he's not anymore. And the Solo movie explains that the way. We see that he's more tragic. He's he's he. He is a guy that, uh, you know, he got the short end of the stick too many times. That's how he ends up as kind of like a POS, kind of like a rogue. That's, uh, he's not a cold-blooded killer, not even in Solo. You know, he's, he's constantly put into these tough positions. Same as the confrontation with Greedo. So, I, like, you know, like, you, you can go in and act like a purist. But I'll tell you one thing, if you're a Star Wars purist, there's other things you're making concessions about. So I would just say reevaluate some of that. Special editions, definitely. I'd rather have the special editions uh, Death Star run than anything. So I don't know. <laughs> People just flip out about it. I just sit down and enjoy the movie and watch it. Who cares? I think there's, I think it's good that a generation of people are growing up watching the Star Wars movies through Disney Plus. So, you know, getting back into some of this time frame. So, going into like the early 2000s, Star Wars started to come back, but there was like a 10 year period where Star Wars was nothing. Okay. And I've been able to see it in the, like in at the tail end of the beginning. I've seen it it's it became a failed children's property and then the adults readopted adopted Star Wars and and brought in the geek culture and then bang episode 1 we have these epic lines legendary lines um so like I don't know <laughs> I like Star Wars New Hope but it's not my favorite Star Wars movie uh, I, you know, like, I, I appreciate what it was for the time. I appreciate for what it started. But when it comes to what Star Wars is, I really feel like that falls on Empire Strikes Back, which will be our next episode, 266, and Force Awakens. I think Force Awakens brought in a lot of the, um, the essence and these things we believe Star Wars to be about. And I thought it, it, it's such a home run, which is also why... Last Jedi was a terrible disappointment because Force Awakens perfectly set up a lot of this, this stuff. But yeah, uh, yeah, a little bit of a short one, guys, because we, we're, we're doing a lot of movies this week going into The Rise of Skywalker. But hey, I love you and thank you for listening and let's rock and roll.